Welcome back, cult members, to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. With me by my side is another cult leader and host. Yeah, Armando Arvizu here. And what do we do here on the cult on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Jordan? Well, what we like to do is uh, we talk about a film from the Criterion Collection because uh, it's already in there. And then one of us, because we are cult leaders and we are the ones who let stuff in and out of the collection we bring a film we kind of argue over it we vote on it and stuff like that and we get into it you know and that's what we're doing and today you're the one bringing something that yeah. i'm gonna not let it <laughs> uh, yeah from, just kidding uh from our own closet i would say is uh i'm bringing over the edge from 1979 oh but what are we talking about from the collection closet but, yeah from the collection today we're talking about lahane from 1995 spine number th- 381 for all you spine headnecks is that what it is? I thought we agreed on... I don't um, know what we agreed on, but anyway. Uh, it's directed by... Doc, Spineberg. Oh, uh, directed by Mateo uh, Kasovitz, and he, also the writer. And the cinematographer is uh, Pierre Aim. And it stars uh, Vincent Castle as Vince, and Herbert Condi as Herbert, and then Saeed Tagamani as Saeed. And then uh, just uh, a little synopsis from Letterboxd. Please sponsor, sponsor us. us. We keep. We're gonna keep doing this until you do. <laughs> I know you could. I know you fucking hear. <laughs> you heard Sorry. us once. I tag you all the time. The, they also, uh, Lahane translate to hate. Don't make us hate you, letterbox. Yes. Doops. Go on. Okay. <laughs> but how far you? Uh, how far you? How far you fall doesn't matter. It's how you land. Yep. Got that tattooed on my lower back. Yeah. <laughs> it's not landing. After a night of writing in a marginal suburb of Paris, three young friends, Vince, Herbert, and Saeed, wander around unoccupied waiting for news about the state of health of a mutual friend who has been seriously injured when uh, confronting the police. Confronting the police. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it went on longer, but it didn't. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> sounds like a yeah. Sounds like another day in life, huh? Yeah. So this is just like a day in the life of these guys. Yeah. Uh, it's like what twenty four hours yeah. after um, that, that. There's a riot because of what yeah, happens. Yeah. It's the to, next morning, obviously. Yeah. And then it's the twenty four hours out, like following yeah. that. You know. Yeah. To so, kind of explain a little more. Yeah. And again, we love you, Letterbox, but we just like to expand a little bit more on the summary. So yeah, it just pretty much starts off with these kids who, you know, someone they know was part of a riot. Right? They were all part of this riot. Like. Yeah, well, not 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 both of them. Just the just uh, Vincent Cassell was. Oh okay. Yeah, the other two guys weren't really. Oh okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for the most part, they kind of talk about how you know they you know especially the first guy, uh, Syed Syed. Yeah. Like he's mostly like, what was I there? I wasn't there. And then uh, you know. Um, well, uh, uh, Hubert, his, you know, he had his, his gym, bo- his got, boxing gym, got yeah, destroyed. Got burnt, it got burnt down, yeah. and he's like, even like at one point, you know, he talks to his mom, and he's just like, "I bet you, like, my friend uh, Vince, like, burned it down." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they were like not really like for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so th- yeah, so that happens, and you know, someone that they know uh, gets put in the hospital by the cops. What was his name Albert or something? It's oh. no, it's it's no, no, it's like a, it's like a, like Ahmed or something because he's like a, he's a, like an Arab, I guess you know, like yeah. Um, and so that's another thing too is what this film kind of is sort of pretty much talking about, right? Like that kind of uh, immig- immigration in France, right? Yeah, immigrants in France and like yeah, just and how they're being treated and and yeah, pretty much their living because, conditions yeah they're lower yeah. class just like uh well, how was it gamora like how they were really right. lower class yeah, and, that yeah. and stuff and really kind of 
I know living in these slums and stuff and you know they're supposed to be going to school but they're just like you know they're just delinquents and kind of like running around the streets and doing whatever kind of what they like but kind of like not really like not how like in Gamora where it kind of got like in this weird mob thing they're just kind of like doing like stealing like you know yeah breaking entries like really like small time crook stuff like yeah it's sort of like going off with like an in Gamora with those two low level wannabes yeah it's like they... it's sort of it, like Lahane is sticking with like because Vincent Cassell's character is very much like a like a thug wannabe yeah like he's one of those guys who like oh I'll kill anybody that messes with me I'll kill anyone but he would never you know he wouldn't even know how to pull a trigger if given the chance yeah whereas like yeah the, the like his friend Hubert he's like he actually knows how to like fight yeah he's a like, boxer and he knows but he never uses like he never resorts to that right off the bat yeah you he doesn't I mean? use that for yeah like, like to be on the streets right he does it for the ring you know exactly as more of a discipline than it's, it's more of a way to get out of that place yeah yeah it's not not so he can join a gang and be the toughest guy around and things like that he just kind of hangs out with these yeah guys. And, then, and then as usual vincent cassell is like that you know with the, like a paper gangster paper tiger kind of thing where it's like he, he just he's like showing you that he's tough and he's like showing you that like but oh he hasn't like, really done anything yeah, to like be right like this like murder or like you know like like I said earlier they were just they just do kind of like petty crimes right stuff, you know yeah like, yeah exactly yeah you know nothing crazy and uh, Saeed is kind of like does like kind of like weird side hustles or like kind of like crime stuff too but not really they like they get a gun like and they're kind of all like kind of in awe of it and like during the riot like one of the cops loses his gun. And, like, everyone's trying to figure out who has it or whatever. And it's just, like, a big thing, you know. So it shows you right. the level of their, like, of their criminalness or whatever, you know. Well, like, yeah, and it also is just, so, like, showing kind of, you know, like, trying to make it seem like, oh, like, a gun from a police officer being being lost in a place like that is, like, dangerous. Because yeah. all these people that live there are these ghetto, dangerous people. Yeah. And if one of them finds it, you know, like we asked the residents, is it going to be, is it dangerous that that gun's out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. One of these kids might find it and they might just shoot up the neighborhood, you know? Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like, oh yeah, but I mean, they could get a gun. Even Hubert says to him, he's like, I could have got you a gun. Like, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, so it's, it, but it is funny that like how, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, we all sort of, everyone kind of knows that everyone knows like a Vince in here, like a Vincent Cassell kind of character. Yeah. Right. And like, one thing I want to talk about is like the way that they introduce the characters. Like so, right off the bat, they introduce Syed uh, or Said again. We don't know how to pronounce things. We hope we're pronouncing these right. <laughs> but uh, you know the way they introduce him. You know, he's do just, they even know how to pronounce it in the film. Like they say it so many times, but I never heard it. Like, I'm once. sure they. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yeah, and like yeah. So like they show the way the first way that they show him, he's like got his eyes closed, and then when he opens his eyes, he's like looking at a bunch of like police officers who have surrounded like where the riot has taken place. Yeah, and you have like this pan. Of like down like this aisle of like police officers like just kind of guarding these buildings or whatever, and it goes to the back of one of the vans, and he's uh, Syed is like tagging it up, you know. And that's like his introduction. It's like this. It's really like a, each like introduction really like informs like what the character is, mm -hmm. right? It's just like this. And it says "fuck the police." Where right? yes, yeah, that, that's what he writes. Yeah, yeah, and he writes his name too. Yeah. Like and it, but it's. But it's like that thing where he is kind of like that little like kind of like annoying like loud kid, you know, where he's like he's talks and talks, but he's like he, he's not really going to do anything. Small man, big mouth. Yeah, I mean, sort of. It. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Sort of like something like that. Right. Yeah. And then you have like Vincent Cassell, Vincent Cassell, like his introduction is he's just like asleep. Like he's just like lazy. 
He's like, you know, he's got a sister, his mom. He's like got people that take care of him. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's he's one of those like lazy, like obviously he is poor and like lower class, but he's like not like he's more talk than he is anything. Right. He's in the mirror. Like, yeah. you talking to me, you talking to me. You know, he's the one guy who's like likes to be tougher on his friends because his friends are like people like Saeed. Yeah, it's you a know? whole facade. Yeah. You know, just like. Yeah, exactly. There are guys who would look up to him, not like be like fear. You know what I mean? And another like, thing too about this movie is all like the three guys are really influenced by American culture too. Yeah, and like New like, York hip hop yeah, is New like York. a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, like th- this is how they do it in New York. Or it's like right, New that's York? A, yeah, it's that's like, how they would wear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously like a, a taxi driver, he's doing that whole thing. How you said, are you talking to me? He's like mm-hmm. practicing, like you know, he doesn't even have a gun yet, but he's like practicing like right his, yeah he like his wants toughness, it yeah like, you know like how he's gonna go up to the cops or and everything right like he's like the guy like telling everybody like oh like you know if like uh if our friend who like got beat up in the hospital dies like i'm gonna kill a cop and everyone's just like Dick, you're not gonna kill a cop like what are you talking yeah. about like you're an idiot like you wouldn't do anything you know and they have like a bunch of good scenes that kind of show that the idea of like guys like that that are just like talk mm. and like you know they're just like saying a bunch of stuff we have someone like you know again herbert who is actually pretty can can be a dangerous person if he wanted to yeah. because he you know he knows how to hurt people and stuff like that but he doesn't like he doesn't resort to that right away yeah because he wants to get out of there he's yeah. like the only one that and boxing seems is that, his way out yeah he's like the only one that seems like he's trying to get out of there or like has any vision of the future you know everyone else is just kind of like yeah living living day by day you know? and that and that's what like what's so great about his introduction as well as they walk in that place and they, like you know you see the two vincent and, and side walking into the like burnt down building and mm-hmm. you don't you know you don't know where they're at or whatever and they're yeah. just looking around like oh man like they messed this place up and then they see now, how'd they uh, get this card <laughs> yeah yeah and they you see herbert just like you know punching a punching bag in like this like spotlight you know the whole mm-hmm. place is dark yeah. and they're just like oh man he must be mad like and they kind of explain the you know the the info you need to know right there like oh he bought this gym like of course he's mad like yeah. the blah, blah blah and so you see right away that like he's the more responsible one in a way mm-hmm. you know what i mean he has he had his own business he's like trying to do something you know what i mean like he's not just and even when he's just like oh you like who did this you want to find out who did this he's like oh, i don't want to know like i don't care like he doesn't have like this vengeful like vendetta yeah because he knows it's not going to do anything right so he kind of yeah. know this character has like kind of been through all this stuff and just kind of like yeah realizes yeah, like finding out who did this is not gonna bring right. his gym back. You know, and like, like I think he tells one of them at one point, he's like, "Oh, don't you know? Like, hate only breeds hate." Yeah, I think he tells Vincent Cassell that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's oh like yeah, because you're not you didn't go to school or whatever, right? Didn't you know? Yeah, he tells yeah, him that, yeah, yeah. Didn't you know that hate only breeds hate? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason for you to just be all mad. And like another great thing about like the direction, because I was talking about like the way that they introduce the characters, because the camera is just like so frantic at the beginning. Like the way that it like moves around them, it's like showing you like their energy, mm-hmm. like you know, like they're they're like uh, especially Vincent Cassell, he's so like uh, like volatile and like so like in your face and like you know what I mean, and just very like one of those like uh, personalities, you know, like just the way he eats, he's just like this 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 like thing, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like he's just yeah, he just like jumps off the screen, like you know, right? He's, like yes, you know yeah. who he is. Like he's the charismatic kind of. Like, yes, if this dude, was the like, first time I'd ever seen him, I'd be like, oh damn, like that guy's a star. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, this guy's wild. Yeah, know? it's kind of the same thing. Like as you know, the first time you, if that's the first time you ever saw Ewan McGregor in like Train Spotting. Yeah, he, he just gives off this like presence of that character. We're like, oh, that's like a real person right there. Mm. You know, like that's not a person playing a character. Like you know. 
that's a real thing. Yeah, it feels like a real guy they picked up off the street. Right. Know? Yeah, yeah. Even though he's the most actorish of all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. But the other guy's in the Saeed's in a lot of stuff too. He is, yeah, yeah. He's also an actor. Yeah, but I don't know if like the Herbert guy ever really did much after this. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not sure either. Well, this is your episode or you anything have done some I did research. I nothing I really <laughs> recognize. He did like a few things, but no, yeah, there. for sure. Yeah, but exactly. Still like in exactly. France, I think. Yeah, Saeed is in Wonder Woman. The first yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, yeah. So he's in our side side. Again, you know, I'm not trying to say it wrong. Ask Wonder Woman. Ask Gal Gadot <laughs> how to say it. See if she can say it, huh? Yeah. yeah, but I really just love the direction of like the way that it was it just kept up with the energy of them and then, then when they were bored, you know, when it showed them like being bored and sitting around mm-hmm. doing nothing, the camera was just still. It just like kept with them. You know, it kept like the energy of them. It never you know, it never tried yeah, to like, like the just boring, always. Yeah, it would like if it would need to be frantic, it would be frantic. Right, it never was or, always frantic. Yeah, it and never if, had when to keep bored. Up, it was yeah. just still, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. And it saw them just being still, kind of like just waiting around, kind of like, and like when that kid uh, tells uh, Vince that story about like a famous, like a famous actor like, getting oh, like, yeah. on cannon mm-hmm. camera and like starting a fight. Yeah, and then he's just like. Is that all? Is that all? He's like, yeah, that's all. <laughs> like, that, uh, it kind of just ends and goes nowhere. That's actually an episode of Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Drama thinks Pauly Shore is gonna do a hidden camera trick on him, yeah. and he gets into a fight with Chuck Liddell, the <laughs> UFC guy. Yeah. But then it turns out to be that that's the anyway. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, well, I was you just really saying, derailed this. <laughs> I was just saying Entourage is stealing <laughs> from Lane yeah. from Hate, but. Yeah, but yeah, that, but then like so that kid tells the story and like that's all, and then it kind of like time passes and it shows it from a different angle, and then Vince asks him like, "Oh, what was that? Who was the actor?" He's like, "I don't know. It was just some famous, some famous actor." Like, so it was just like this story that went nowhere, and it just like showed, like, yeah, showed that like yeah, that just happened, like but, just you boring know, life. Like, but I, yeah. but I sort of like that because maybe that I, you know, it probably doesn't mean anything, but I think it does because like. Like um, thinking about that, like they also get told that story by the, by that old man about taking a shit, right? Yeah. About his friend who took a shit, mm. and the first thing he says is like when he opens the door, he's like, ah, like nothing better than a good shit. Yeah. And then he tells that whole story, and I thought about that. I was like, oh man, like that's like a really good like metaphor for being poor or for being like a, a low income person. Like you're never comfortable taking a shit. You never. Like, you know what I mean? You're not comfortable taking a shit? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, uh, I'm talking about, like, in their situation yeah. where you're living in those, like, really, like, low-income places and just everything's kind of, like, not... You know what I mean? You're just walking through rubble most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not... Like, it's just not... You can't just, like, take a good shit because <laughs> you're just always, you know? But also, I think he's I also... Know. He was also telling them that they have it better than they think yeah. because of like that you know the, the fact that his friend the fr- the story that he tells is that his friend dies uh you know because he tried to take a shit when they were on a train because mm-hmm. you couldn't take a shit on the train until it stopped and then he froze Yeah, because death. they were taken because they were jews and they yeah, were yeah. taken like you know like they were like taken pretty right. much like to be burned and yeah stuff, it was like, like the, the nazi holocaust. shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a, ho- yeah. a whole holocaust yeah thing. it was like yeah. them invading and like yeah i was trying not to remind the people because you know i don't want them to get sad about this but yeah, it was about the Holocaust. 
but yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think it's just like the little things in life you kind of have to enjoy, you know? Like yeah, of course. That, well, that too. That's and, what I'm saying. That's and the point. Feeling is that, that like relief, you know? And you like, never have like a good shit when you're poor or when you're because there's I don't just know about no that. Yeah. What do you mean? Like because you're just never you never have a good place to just shit. You're always just having to shit in some situation where you know what I mean. Whether it's like you're struggling trying to find work or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean. Like you never just have a comfortable place to shit. You know. Like, in, and obviously in that case, you know, they were being taken to concentration camps and, you know, that stuff. Yeah, them, but, but but in terms of like, yeah, in terms of like life, it's just like when you are poor, you know, you have to do these jobs where they don't give you breaks or, you know what I mean? Like, just different things like that is what I mean. Like, life just hands you situations where you can't just take a good shit. Look, I'm sticking to this, <laughs> okay. all right? This is a very good metaphor here because yeah. it's true. I mean, I take fine shits, but you know what I'm saying? Some people just can't. They don't have, you know, their restroom might not be a nice place to take a shit. They can't comfortably take a shit. I guess, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> you went with something and yeah. <laughs> and I think it resonates with a lot of people listening. So, yeah. But I think it was just showing the mundaneness of everything, like those two stories of like life, you know, and I wouldn't and say mundaneness. Kind of- I think it was just like trying to like let them know how like, cause you know, they're talking about how bad they had it in the restroom. Yeah. They're talking about like, oh, we yeah. live in these rat holes. You know, like Vincent yeah. Cassell was like puffing his chest out about how like, yeah. oh, nobody does anything about the situation in, you know, in our ghetto, yeah. you know? And then, yeah. And the guy comes out and just like, yeah, no, no. Like we literally got hauled off in fucking trains and we're going to get yeah. killed. Like, and we can only shit when they stopped. And if we got out to shit and we missed the train we'd freeze to death and die but that's like also like i mean with the mundaneness i mean just like it's because they're bored and they're kind of like creating this drama with everything going on you know like like how's how the old guy is telling the story is like yeah they don't realize how how kind of like yeah it's still bad but not as bad as it's been you know as it was yeah you know that's yeah that's exactly what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) but that's the mundaneness about it that's they're bored you know that's like they have that kind of like that thing where like you know like where they could be doing something but they're doing the wrong things you know like they're not choosing the right path sort of you know that's what i mean like oh know, sure yeah you know, well like, yeah in terms of well yeah i guess so but <laughs> i mean I, no no but it, uh, yeah 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 of course yeah because they are they are just bored and there's nothing for them to do yeah and they're so that's choosing, why they're like, just they're like trying to make things exciting by well, doing, well at least like, i mean at least know, vincent kind of cassell running around and like making crime even saeed a little bit you know not so much uh herbert yes not yeah. yeah i guess that's what i meant not so much herbert because yeah. he like literally is not trying to do any of that yeah. he's trying to make money to get the fuck out of there yeah because he doesn't want to be like doing that shit where it's like yeah saeed and like vincent uh they're just kind of running around like yeah loose they're, and, they're like, like they're know, worried like, about like rap and shit like that yeah. like dumb shit like that or like and none of that matters. A hot dog. yeah <laughs> <laughs> or just yeah just like arguing with people and just yeah. being a menace where you, even if they don't need to be you know what i mean yeah. and i think one good thing which like is a really good thing i would tell every teenager which is what uh fucking uh hubert tells i keep calling him herbert but it's hubert right yeah sorry hubert yeah hubert what he tells um vince cassell's character at one point he tells him he's just like hey like you know like i don't know why you keep carrying the weight on your shoulders like you don't have the build for it you know what i mean like you're over here running around being like oh like everything sucks like we gotta change something we gotta do it's just like tick like you don't you don't have like the psyche you don't have the mental capacity to handle these issues you just want to shoot something mm-hmm. like you just want to kick something in like that's not gonna like help anything you well, know what i mean that goes back to the the shit you know like 
it's kind of giving this release to something and he's just but he's holding it in you know and he's like constipated with it and he's like carrying all this weight around that he could just let go you know but he's not letting go of all that well yeah yeah that too but also they, they they bring up shit again somebody else has to shit later on there's a bunch of things that are brought up about people having to shit mm-hmm. and like in the places that they shit they're like that it matters yeah you know what i mean and that like at one point too yeah like what is it somebody says like oh or he's watching tv or like he's listening to something and someone's like oh like you know don't like you know like uh you think you're the shit like but you know you know what shit is like when the rain hits it it just turns into mush like you don't want to be shit like you don't want to be the shit yeah. like you know you so you better watch where you shit like yeah. he hears that somewhere i can't remember what it is yeah, I don't it's like a movie that, or something mm-hmm. he's watching but I, oh, I don't know when he's in the movie theater oh maybe yeah, yeah. there you go yeah when vincent okay, cassell's yeah. watching the movie theater yeah. so maybe you're right maybe it is just trying to tell that fool how to shit it's like carrying this weight because that he's he not need, a, and he needs the relief <laughs> yeah because he's all like angry yeah and for no reason i mean Obviously, there's yeah, a reason. Yeah, his friend is like, you know, his friend is in a yeah, coma now. Yeah, and obviously, but and that's the, and the cops treat different. him like shit. Yeah. Like, you know, the cops But if are they all... weren't doing crazy shit, they might, might not get treated by cops. Or be, uh, you know, like... Oh, well, excuse me, narc. Uh, but they were just walking down the street. Innocent <laughs> fools just chilling, dog. Just law-abiding citizens. Yeah, they've been law-abiding citizens the whole time, right? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes... But they know them. They know who these guys are. That's why they, they, they single them out, you know? I guess so, but still, it's just, you know, I mean, they're kids, they're teenagers. There's nothing else for them to do but hang out in abandoned buildings and... And do a bunch of shit. Yeah, and just <laughs> do dumb shit. I mean, you know, like they say in that scene when they're on the roof, we're not hurting anybody. They're just making hot dogs and chilling. Yeah. And the cops go up there and like, get out of here and just like, you know, yeah. kick them out and stuff. Yeah, they're, yeah exactly. That's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of, you have to like, what battles you kind of have to pick and choose i mean sure like you know if you you know if you are a cop right hang out there right and just watch them Mm. like and if they do run off and go do something then then do but like why would you just go break up their party they're up on a roof they're not literally not hurting anybody Mm. it is what's his name is building um hubert's building you know yeah and so it's just like yeah you they're just like looking for a reason those cops are bored just like those kids are bored they're just like looking for they're just all looking for a reason to just explode and just shit take a shit you know it's from those hot dogs probably yeah probably but yeah so i think yeah um, so yeah so the police are bored the the the, the, yeah the youth is bored like it's just it's a weird and that's why that's why that clash happens yeah yeah and it just it is gonna happen because everyone's just looking for something and that's why i say a c a b (laughs) all cinephiles are bastards (laughs) No, we, but we, damn, that you should make that shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna good. make that shirt. I'm gonna make yeah. it into a hat. Yeah, who needs one? Hit me up. <laughs> Send me an email. No, but yeah, that's um, it, it was just like a, I don't know. I really enjoyed this film. I really, really liked how uh, exciting Sounds it was. Like you're taking a shit on it. Sure no, I was, I was <laughs> saying that I really enjoyed that scene. That was one of my favorite sces when the little when little old man comes out of the restroom and tells uh-huh. him about that shit story. Yeah. I was like, damn, again, not that I knew exactly what he was saying, but I sort of felt like, oh, this is a very significant point in the movie. Yeah, this is... Especially when Saeed is just like, what the hell did he tell us that for? <laughs> Why did he just tell us that? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, of course. Like It's like literally showing you like they have 
they have no understanding of this you advice keep saying that, that yeah. <laughs> yeah like you know like there's no there's no advice they have no understanding of the advice that they're yeah being they're getting. just young they're and just dumb, dumb. And, yeah, yeah you're not and then when you like especially when you're young you or even like probably when you're older too you'd like advice you get you like you don't learn until you do it or until it really yeah, happens even if to you're you, told you know? straight yeah, yeah like oh this is if you keep doing this you're gonna do this yeah 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 you know it's like and yeah these these are these characters are that you know like yeah 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 i'm gonna do what like you know i'm gonna try to kill someone i'm gonna carry a gun around and act tough and you know nothing's gonna happen to me but you know ultimately it does yeah you know another good scene was when uh they go visit that uh the nunchuck guy oh yeah the the like i don't know i guess he's a drug dealer type of guy like, or something. i don't know they just sell d- stolen stuff or like yeah know, like, i don't know yeah that's a really good scene because but it it's reminded a, me of the boogie night scene it is it it i right? mean I'm, i imagine that he probably took a little bit L- from that yeah, right all right every drug scene after this yeah from i mean what is this 95 yeah right? 95 yeah so yeah i imagine every like they like copied that because that's just a really good um uh, portrayal like, of that yeah, of a person of that when you go meet yeah you know, like, like where you just meet some random ass dude and like and he's just and all just, crazy and yeah. trying to like I don't know what like why are you like trying to like puff your chest at me for no reason you know like well just... yeah and then one thing that it's good too is that I really I mean that's a good scene too because of what he does with the Russian roulette thing yeah where he just like shows like Vincent Cazell like hey dude like oh cool you have a gun in your pants yeah. like you're not a man yeah. like let me show you like do Russian roulette? You ever heard of that? Boom! Like you yeah. know, and he's like, "Oh, you crazy?" And he's like, "What?" Like you know, you're you're turning. He's like, like slaps him. Yeah, you know, and he's like, "Do it!" Like you know, he's like pretty much showing him like, "Hey, you're like, you shouldn't be walking around with this. Like you don't know how to handle it. You wouldn't use it if you needed to." Yeah, and like, that well, you know, well earlier like before that, it's well that what incites that is that he go like uh, uh Vince goes for the guy's gun, you know, and like why mm, would you mm. ever do that when you're in like someone you don't know is like plate like you know yeah that's like, like just to go pick it up yeah, yeah. like what the, the guy's fuck? like hey what are you doing like that's yeah, he my doesn't, yeah. no one knows like one another except for like saeed sort of knows this guy i guess you know and it's just like a weird like yeah, yeah but that's you, that's you know. like that trying to be tough guy thing you know that's what that guy vince was all about where like literally like you know i mean saeed's not a tough guy but like hubert like literally can like probably knock everyone there out yeah and like do some damage but like yeah vince Cassell's character that the whole thing which is why I like the way, again, I go back to it, because I like the way that they introduced him, like him just laying on the bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like he, you know what I mean? Everyone else was like up and doing things. And he's just like some lazy, like not necessarily privileged, but he sort of had, you know, he's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's not like, he's not living on the streets. He he's has not, an okay you know, place to take a shit. Yeah. Like you don't see, you know, you don't see uh, Saeed's family home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see, he, uh, Hubert's family, you know, but like, yeah, his mom doesn't like believe in him. Like, right. she just thinks he's gonna stay here. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. She's just like, oh yeah, like yeah. What did she say? Like, oh, give me some. Like, he's like, ah, I gotta get out of here. Like, yeah. I gotta get out of this place. Like, this place is horrible. Yeah, she's she like, oh, like, well, give me some it, lettuce on the way. Yeah, she just writes yeah. him off. You know, yeah, and that sucks. You know, it does suck. But but you know, I mean, what can you do, right? Yeah. Like, you're stuck in a certain spot, yeah. especially because you know, in a way, it is talking about that idea of like immigrants in France. You know, yeah, all going there for a better opportunity for a better life but they literally just get you know like oppressed by the government just in a different way than they were wherever they came from you know what i yeah, mean yeah everything is just keeping them down you know yeah. like nothing is encouraging them to like do better you right know? it's like you have to like you have to crawl through the shit to you know to breathe like fresh air you know right like, yeah get out of it you know 
Yeah, because, yeah, so, like, uh, Vincent Cassell is a Jew. He's Jewish. Uh, Said is obviously um, Arabic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what uh, Hubert is. I think he's, he's... probably the only French one. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure he might be, like, Haitian or something. Like, something... Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. It says it says something, but... Mm-hmm. Because they also have, like, a joke that they say over and over again where it talks about someone in a black robe mm-hmm. and how someone, like beats the shit out of them and be like oh i guess you're not so tough batman like he says oh, it at yeah. the end where it's about a nun and he's like and then he tells him like oh i heard it but about a rabbi mm-hmm. and then like i think earlier someone says it and it's about like something else they say it when they're like interrogating them we're just like beating them up yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah 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 it's like yeah so it's just like that idea of like you know like everyone's like the same like we're all like you know mm-hmm. we're all just like going through like some dumb shit yeah and there's like, you know, I mean, I don't know what it's really trying to say, but I mean, fuck the police, so maybe. It should have know. been called less shit. It should have been called less shit. <laughs> it should have been called, it should have been called F the police, dog. The hate shit. This is that, this is the hip hop. <laughs> the shit. Uh, the anti, this is like the hip hop, um, like anti-society movie, you know? Yeah. It's like the Adidas, you know, Reebok wearing like camo short, you know? Like it's like mm-hmm. that, like kind of like explosive kind of, you know, and again, this is my first time seeing it. Your first yeah, my time first seeing time it, seeing it too. Yeah. Which is very stupid. Um, feels like a movie I should have seen like a long ass yeah, time ago. Yeah, why didn't like this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It but never, it is like, known cross, as like, but it is crossed my path. You know, like yeah. earlier, like especially when it came out, because like I feel like a lot like these kind of films were definitely like crossing over like in a like big you know in the 90s oh for you know? sure like, yeah, yeah yeah definitely especially in 95 hell yeah. yeah like i'm very surprised that i didn't see this like you know at least yeah. in like the 2000s you yeah. know come across it or have someone show it to me or whatever yeah like yeah anyone talk about it but yeah anyone but, we knew but yeah yeah you want to do last thoughts? yeah we'll do final uh, thoughts i'll go uh la hey is a like one of the one of the great things about it too is how beautiful this movie looks in black and white it's just yes. like like the blacks are so like black and like deep and like the grays are like it looks amazing you know like it doesn't even look like well that's racist it doesn't even <laughs> look like uh you know like a poor like french town you know not like how uh what was that uh d-pan you know right don't they go to france and oh yeah like, that's and right they're in that mm-hmm. project you know yeah like this doesn't look like that you know like it doesn't like really it, I mean, yeah, it just, just like kind the of black the people, and white, like you know? makes it pop, like yeah, in a just, way that it doesn't look like a, like lower yeah, like a class, ghetto, you know, like or yeah. ghetto. But I mean, sometimes like there's like parts where they're just like hanging out, like in like weird places because there's nowhere to go, you know, like where they like where those guys are break dancing and stuff. It's kind of just right. like a, yeah, like, like abandoned a, buildings, abandoned, stuff, abandoned yeah. building and stuff, and just like that. But it still looks amazing, you know. It's just like like beautiful art, and then. I don't know. The story is just like, it's just a simple, like, it's just so simple. Like, you know what they did with the story. It's just like these three guys going through their day and kind of like figuring out like what to do next, you know, like what's going to, what, like after this riot, like, what are they going to do? Like, how are they going to like, is their friend going to be okay? Or they're just going to be degenerate still. Or like, is like Hubert going to try to get this money to, you know, like rebuild his gym, but he's kind of like broken about it. You know, he doesn't really, he kind of doesn't want to think about it right now. He's just kind of going along with these guys, you know, mm-hmm. to like get his mind off things and every, everything that's just going on. Well, like, he's more worried about a way out. They're yeah. trying to stay there, you know? Yeah. Because he knows that's going to happen again. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. And just like it have to, having to like start all over again, which sucks, you know, like, yeah, it's just like, you know, he just feels beaten down, you know? And, and yeah, and, and Vince is just. And unfortunately, because, and also because he's a person of color, so it's even 
harder yeah you know what i'm saying yeah no one is like giving him like the support like his his family his friends are just like, exactly yeah, whatever you know like yeah they don't really care like they're just you know, like, oh, yo, it'll be fine you'll get another gym yeah it's just, like take like that got it got like, burned Saeed's down still worried about how the car got in the gym you know the doors <laughs> yeah. aren't wide enough you know yeah like, he doesn't like not give a shit like, like everyone's he, just kind of like you know in their own like bubble you know and like trying to figure their way out and it just shows you like and that's the thing about the shit like the old the old guy telling the telling the story about the shit like you have to like you know like see everything that's going on around you you can't just focus on what you people are forcing down your necks kind of like it's hard like, to find to a let, good place to shit yeah you have to let go of that shit you know like you have to uh-huh. get out of it and yeah yeah but yeah i give lahane a uh i don't know four four out of five what do we do five five to one yeah zero, zero to, to five zero to five Give it a nice, solid, a nice solid shit for. Okay, four solid shits. Yeah, nice solid shit for. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not bad. La Hane, the hate. Um, the hate shit. I was really, again, I was really excited about the the direction behind this film. I think uh, Matthew or Matthew or Matthias or Matthio or Ma- whatever his name is. I think um, he really captured what that feeling must have been like because again you know i you know i'm not french so i don't know exactly that kind of like immigrant and sort of like that racial kind of tension and that explosion of things that would happen there but i you know it's still very relevant to today in a lot of ways obviously yeah um and especially with cops you know killing whoever the hell they want and treating people like shit especially lower class people or people of color you know I mean, shit. There have been so many movies we've talked about that subject. Yeah, it just it's just so re- it's just so relevant. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy how relevant it is. But this one, I think, but really, it makes sense why it's just sure. boiling over. You know, exactly. Just, but I think this one can't keep of, me down, copper. A C A B, homie. What's up? <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Like, I think this film, though, I think the director really captured that kind of like frantic energy of that. You know what I mean? Of really being like a bored youth. Of being like someone who just yeah, like and just uncomfortable. Yeah, like, you just like don't know who you are or what you want to be, but yeah. you know what the people around you think they are, so you want to be that. And you're just so like bored that these things, you know, and in a lot of ways, you know, that kind of what happened to a lot of people, you know, unfortunately during the uh, you know, the pandemic, you know, it's very relatable because again, those issues mattered a lot, right? Like Black Lives Matter and those things like yeah. that. Those those mattered to me. But you really did get because you were so bored stuck in the house you really did get caught up in the kind of like the the social media aspect of it and getting mad at things that you really didn't need to get mad at you yeah. know you sort of lost track of the issue itself yeah of the real issue they're making it about something else exactly you, know, like, you, you it became personal it became these things that like yeah. you were mad at things just for you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's what like happens in this film they sort of let it let that bigger issue they they sort of lose sight of that like you know they're not going to do anything to really help that bigger issue they're yeah, going to make just, it worse they're just in the shit and yeah, they can't dig yeah. themselves out you know? they're just going to like shoot a gun at somebody or break something they're just going to make it worse you know what i mean and that's what i was saying about like how it's relatable in that like a lot of people like i think on twitter and facebook just lost the plot lost yeah. track of what they were really fighting for or what they yeah. were really standing for and just were just arguing about personal shit and just making things personal and just being like, I'm going to shoot somebody for this. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, no, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, that's so not going to solve anything. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe if I would have saw this one, I was probably would have still loved it a lot when I saw it when I was younger. But I think it's really I don't know. It's nice to see it now and like kind of see it 
and be you know have it be more a little relatable. more mature about yeah, it. yeah and guess, also have yeah. it be a little more relatable in that sense yeah. in the sense that where it's like oh yeah like i'm not a teenager and i'm not you know some young yeah, person would, but i'm still like i can still get caught up in something like that you can still get caught up in like this mob mentality of this like you know this sort of like oh we you know oh my god i'm seeing things on the news happen i gotta like go shoot something or like destroy something where that's not gonna help necessarily yeah, you know you i mean i love chaos as much as the next person but when you're younger if we saw if i saw it or you saw it it would probably get like you said just caught up in the youthfulness of it and wanting to like be angry and like fuck everything and like yeah not see anyone, i would have bought a gun you know anyone <laughs> else's side of the sure, story you yeah. know or like try to like mm-hmm. look at different like aspects of like what's going on or like what or what is really going on like deep down like you know like these people are just kind of like yeah bored and like dumb and like because the the interrogation scene got know, me but, angry now which yeah. I don't think if I, when I was younger it would have gotten me as angry. I yeah, think, that was an angry scene. Like, yeah, like it, it made really me like, upset. Like because there's like, this, it's really they did nothing and like they just yeah. hooked them up and like you know and they're like but, talking shit about their race and like yeah. all this stuff and like, like it's like a beer on them and shit. yeah like, just, like, just like grabbing and, like, them, them like, and then telling like the rookie cop like hey you got to make sure you go can only go yeah. so far you don't want to go so far because then you're gonna like yeah. show like you know pretty much telling like don't leave bruises or like yeah. don't you know what I mean like yeah, all this and, shit and, and you see and in that guy's face the rookie cop you just see like kind of his blood boiling and he doesn't like this and he yeah he's upset this about isn't it. what he signed up for yeah <laughs> but he might eventually kind of like go to that side you know because he's gonna see like you know because he's just, just putting his head down yeah and just yeah. going with like going with what everyone else is saying and he's just outnumbered you know right and yeah for sucks. sure yeah, yeah that's that was it. a really good scene too but yeah it's, an, an angering scene but like really yeah like, and know, and like, i and i don't think it would have made me as angry if in angry in a real way mm. if i saw it when i was younger yeah it would have made me angry in like this like punk rock like dumb way where mm. there was it would, it would have been surface anger yeah here it really was like this like oh man like damn like things have to like change you know what i'm saying yeah it's just uncomfortable like, yeah like, it's just yeah. like man we shouldn't like be like that like that's yeah. not like helping anything like i don't i don't see how that's getting yeah. it what, what are you guys trying to get from them like they didn't do anything yeah. like you know what i mean the it cops just, were putting some other shit on them then, yeah you know like yeah, their own just, shit on them yeah exactly you know, it just made me very upset you know? like and so that's why it's just like damn from 95 black and white looks beautiful explosive volatile yeah. vincent cassell's a star put this man in more <laughs> movies my god yeah what the hell dude like no but i'm gonna fucking buy this shit on criterion it's on the channel you guys need to check this out for yeah. sure this for me is a five uh vincent cassell's like straight Ooh. up it I, I really really enjoyed this movie i just really so like five nike track jackets i just like that energy it was an adidas track jacket. Was, was it, it nike i think it was he had a nike one. Oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah it was just like i just love the energy of the movie i love the editing like the pacing you know what i'm saying i just really like that the director really even though he you know the director he, edited it too oh really yeah oh shit well there you go I mean, it did feel like that. It did feel very much like an indie film. Like, yeah. the person behind it had all their views behind it. You know what I mean? I know, mean? it didn't. It didn't. Like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it felt like an indie film, but it felt like just like... But it was still... You know, like, yeah, because it was like, still like, good. Like, he knew what he yeah. was doing. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, it didn't... Like, you know, when it was shaky, it wasn't, like, so shaky that it was, like, you right. know, just, like, yeah, yeah. kind of... You couldn't see what was going on. Like, it just, like... It was like that's why I'm, I mean he so did Gothica after, but you know I mean you can't blame the guy. You know I think this was the one like you know some directors, especially on Criterion, you know they just have that one burst of like I had something to say this one yeah. time. You know what I mean? And here mm-hmm. he I feel like he really yeah. 
yeah. put out all the stops to make be like hey like listen to this yeah like to this message you know what i mean what this movie is about i'm not showing you these tricks you know to make you think i'm a good filmmaker it's literally like listen to the message like and to hear what i'm telling you mm. about what's going on you know so yeah that's that's a five vincent Cassell movie for me nice hell yeah, oh, yeah. all right got some you're pushing me over the hedge here bruce oh, willis <laughs> plays a raccoon <laughs> does he i didn't even know he was in that but yeah he voices a raccoon avril Matt levine Dillon should have been in it avril levine does a possum uh and Avril Lavigne's yes yeah yeah and uh, Nick Nolte plays a bear so there's a bear who lives out in the woods and he hires Bruce Willis as a raccoon to go into the suburbs and steal food for him <laughs> that's the whole plot of Over the Hedge which is what Mondo's bringing <laughs> no what are you bringing Mondo I'm bringing Over the Hedge from 1979 hell yeah alright first when you go over the hedge you go over the edge I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is over the edge about we already know what over the hedge is about <laughs> <laughs> yeah you went way deep into that and this is from 1979 and this is from letterbox a little uh, synopsis uh, nobody listened nobody cared until the night they went over the edge uh okay with only a recre- uh, recreation center to distract them most of the teenagers in the drab plain community of new granada have to do drugs and, and delinquency. Carl, the son of a town councilman, is an exception, but he can't seem to help falling with, with falling in with a charismatic and troubled uh, uh, classmate, uh, Richie. Soon after, the trigger-happy uh, sheriff shoots Richie, and a sole witness, Carl, has to go on the run, eventually inciting a dramatic teenage riot. Sounds about white. Who's yeah. in this? <laughs> and uh, so directed by Jonathan Kaplan, a director, uh, Charles S. Haas is a writer. So is Tim Hunter. And then this is starring Michael Kramer as Carl, uh, Matt Dillon, a very young Matt Dillon, Dillon as Richie, Pamela Ludwig as Corey, Ellen Greer as Salon Willett as uh, Carl's mother, and his, his father is played by An- Andy Romano as Fred. What about so, Doberman? Doberman. Which one's Doberman? That's the cop. Oh, the cop. I don't know. I've never seen him in name. Harry Northup. What do you mean? He's in a bunch of stuff. What is he in? This is your movie. <laughs> I don't know. He's in something. He's got He's got the sideburns of a man that I've seen in something. What is this? 79? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you don't know what he's in. <laughs> no, but I've seen him in stuff before. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That sounds great. I'm sure all you listeners out there know who uh, uh, Harry yeah, Northup is. Yeah, Over the Edge. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Over the Edge is one of those like, like movies I saw when I was younger and kind of like liked and gravitated towards. I don't know why, just because the kids, you know, go cr- not go crazy. Yeah, they do kind of go crazy at the end, but I mean, yeah, they at like the end. trap the parents. I mean, you know, they're kind of crazy throughout the movie. You yeah, know? I mean, they're just they're, they're just not like bored. complete, you know, menaces, but they do some kind of. They do some pretty shitty stuff. Yeah, just like delinquent stuff. Like they're just bored, like suburban teens, like in this, like you know, in this like s- like nowhere suburban sprawl where it's still being developed and it's kind of like half well, developed, like, you know, because yeah, no one wants to come there to like because there's nothing to do there. Like right. So the- again, it's like um, it's sort of like in in Lahaine, mm. where you know you have different people from different areas coming to France to flee their their shitty situations and yeah. they just come to you know They're when they just escape the city you it's know? like a different shit yeah a different shitty mm. and yeah and here 
they're trying to escape like you know some of them come from chicago new york just probably like you know very bad areas you well, know especially oh well, they were kind of a nicer part of new york but like you know trying to get out of the like i guess hustle and bustle of that there kind you of go stuff, just you getting know? out of the city yeah and they're going to places where like yeah like a lot of people do that you know there's just like there's a bunch of homes that are just stacked next to each other it's like a new development place you know what i mean yeah but there's not much else to do around there you know i've you know i've been to places like that you know what i mean where it's just like you know the, the houses are nice and they're cheaper and it's like a nice yeah, area cutter like just like, yeah but there's the like nothing to do there's yeah, like nothing, there's nothing around. around yeah you know like you have i don't even know how far you would have to drive to go anywhere yeah you but, have to like get on a freeway to go to the market you know what i mean like you can't just like drive down the street yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like it's like that it's, yeah it's, and then the way this movie's filmed like it feels like very like and this seven. is like what Cal- colorado Right. I don't know like where it doesn't Colorado? really say where they are. They have like Colorado plates. A lot of the cars. Oh, do they? I That's the only reason why I know. Oh, okay, yeah. but Sorry, they don't I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but they don't. Yeah, but they don't mention necessarily that or whatever. But yeah, it just feels it's a white like, flight. The white flight. They all. They all. All these white people went to this one place. They thought it was going to be the mecca. They migrated the co- towards this. Yeah. And the cops had no color people to shoot, so they had to shoot a white kid, <laughs> and they shot Matt Dillon. <laughs> this movie, like, it really captures like. I don't know the like the desolate sprawl of like this uh uh like new like development town you know like new new Granada like it really like it just shows like the backdrop and there's like nothing behind them besides like one highway and like some houses or like even nothing from like the sprawl of like the like this suburban area that's like still trying to be is still in the middle of development you know like they don't even have like Rit uh what was it uh Carl like gets all sad because they're uh, putting a board up over like where they said they were going to put a like a movie theater and like a roller rink and stuff like that and like they only have this uh you know rec center that's kind of like tore up you know like it's been like already used I don't, I don't even know how long like they've been there but it just looks like already like it's been like through like a lot of kids or something like that you know like it's just but i think it's just one of the things is that's the only place they have to go so it's just being used like so much and so often that you know like everything is just like like almost like almost it almost seems like that like little community center would be in a ghetto you know like and that's all they have you know but everything else around it is like nice little cookie cutter houses and stuff like that yeah i mean they use the playground to get high and drink at and it's just in the middle of the community and nobody does anything yeah no one cares not even the person that's like taking care like you know watching over the community center like i mean she tells them not to drink but like she really is not like she can't keep an eye on all of them and she's only one person too and that's like another thing that 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 it shows like you know they don't even have they don't even the parents don't even care like at all like it's just this one person kind of opening and closing the community center like who works there you know and it, and I always thought that was weird when I was a kid, like, you know, because I never really lived in like a like I li- obviously lived in suburban areas, but not like that where there was like nothing. It was just like this vast nothing of, you know, like, you know, nothing to do. Like everything was like pretty close and like, you know, you can go to a mall or whatever. Like, yeah. And, and it's yeah. just like weird. To, but but you still kind of do those things those kids are doing, even though you live like in a place where there are things to do you just there's just more places to do them i guess you know like like shoot a bb gun at something and like you know like at the freeway or like you know just do like some <laughs> drug or like have like a beer like you know that someone got you know like it's just like or go to these weird house parties and like you know 
it getting raided by the cops or something, you know, and just like because no one was home because like especially back then in the 70s, it was like they're like, you know, they just like parents just left their kids alone, like to their own like devices because everyone was like kind of working and stuff like that and not really like showing up for like the kids like they're just like, oh, they'll be OK, you know, but they have like all this free time, you know, the kids and they don't know yeah. what to do with it, you know, and the they're kids, creating their you know, own drama, you know, their own shit, you know, and the kids were, you know, they're pretty mature <laughs> In the seventies, I feel like at least those, at least these kids. Yeah, it's also a script, you know. Well, sure, I guess that's true, but I mean, I feel like that's just like the thing, you know. But yeah, used to have like kids, like you know, you'd have like some like, you know, some eight year old with like a a flared, like button up shirt tucked into like bell bottoms, and it it just like oh damn, and his like hair is like all flared out, and it's like all long, and just like oh damn, like you look like you're thirty five, and he's got like a little hair under his nose (laughs) above his, you know, above his lip. People in the seventies, you know, they used to smoke cigarettes like in middle school. <laughs> yeah, they? that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like it was just like a thing. But yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it is mostly the script. But yeah, like I, I do like but that. You're right though too. I, you're, what you're saying, like these kids don't feel like they don't feel like overwritten or something like some no, like Kevin Smith yeah, film or yeah, something. Yeah, they feel like real. But yeah, it's like their interactions with their parents like still feel real or like they yeah, don't feel because like, you know because I remember like my dad like telling me that they would have like cigarette machines like. Yeah, in the high school halls, okay. you know what I mean. Like, and so it's just like, oh yeah, like this movie like reminded me of like those characters reminded me of like the people that would be in those situations. Yeah, like these, they're like literally kids, but they're just still just like they're very like you know they they have like a very adult way of like looking at the world or just you know what i mean yeah like they're just sort of like yeah like i you know i don't know man i'm just here to live day by day like (laughs) give me a cigarette give me a stogie (laughs) like you know and again yeah it is like how they're written but i feel like you know back in the back in that time that was kind of the attitude of like you know the youth you know i think they kind of had to be like they had to grow up a little faster a little yeah faster a little tougher yeah like but they're still just kids at the same time you know because you know what's his name claude you know that one guy you know one of the kids he talks about how his mom's always in some group therapy yeah you know and so like him and his brother like are just you know they're just out in the streets all the time because their Mm -hmm. mother like their parents are part of this generation that were like in the 60s so they're like they're kind of hippies and like druggies themselves yeah. probably and so if they're if they're not like you know like um uh what was it uh carl's parents mm. right like uh yeah they're a little more yuppie they're, yeah they're a little more kind of, yuppie yeah, yeah like but but for the most part like all the parents just seem like they're you know even um uh matt dylan's mom seems yeah, like she's, she's very like a hippie. free spirit yeah, yeah for like sure. they're yeah. all just like yeah like we smoked grass we're like trying to get over that ourselves so like how are we gonna like bug our kids about and she's that she's just like yeah oh yeah when he says he was like oh yeah the nail file like and yeah she yeah. just like laughs with them like like she just believes him like you know right like, she doesn't like she yeah she okay, like, like yeah she thinks it's fine and yeah. he even says like you know when he's running away he's like yeah my mom's not gonna rat on us like yeah. you know it'll be fine <laughs> yeah she's cool and again like mm-hmm. it does feel like that because it is that like that like generational shift from that right from the 60s to the 70s yeah where it's like these parents who like you know you know i mean you know you know mo- unfortunately most of them didn't have kids because they wanted to they just were because they were all about free sex and drugs you know yeah, and so love. these yeah free love <laughs> and so all these kids that they had you know, they 
they couldn't just keep them in those cities, right? In Chicago and things like that, they had to, they're like, damn, we have to find a life for them and a cheap life because it's expensive in the city. Yeah. So you go to those places where it's like, the, you know, those development homes and you can just buy all these homes that look the same. They're a little cheaper. But again, there's nothing around there. And so, you know, that like that line where the guy tells them, like, you guys moved your kids away from the element you just turned them into because you just keep them here bored like in this place yeah you know you're trying to keep you were trying to keep them away from something that was going to yeah. happen in the city but it's happening now because you guys aren't even yeah aren't paying attention attention to them and like, right and then you have to think that these their these parents are like grew up in yeah there were kids in the 50s and like grew up in the 60s and they're like kind of this weird like yeah they're baby boomers pretty much I yeah think, you know yeah. and like yeah it's like, like a crazy transition so like they're really like trying to like hold this like kind of like american american life of living or like american way of living the american dream still yeah because they're still sort of anti-cop too you know yeah. what i mean like even though they're older they still have that like you know what i mean because they came from that certain generation yeah, because they're protesting yeah. and stuff like yeah. that but yeah and smoking pot but right. it's still kind of like they're kind of realizing they're older now and like oh they don't want their kids to do that but they also don't care at the same time until like shit hits the fan which happens in this film like you know yeah yeah and that's what i always thought was crazy of just how like how these bored kids like you know like eventually do like trap the parents you know and like really and then i forgot that it said uh at the beginning there was that that scroll where it said like it's kind of based on true events too right you know yeah like, this like, happened like it, it happened in a town because they mm-hmm. didn't like they they build all that stuff and they didn't take into consideration that more than half of the population was, it was teenagers. A quarter of, oh. I think it was a quarter. Of oh yeah, the, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, but they were mostly still, teenagers. I mean, it was just like house next to house next to yeah. house. But there was like maybe a market. They're like you know, there's nothing for these kids to do. Yeah, so they're gonna just cause havoc. And they just let they're the, gonna go over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and they do definitely, you know, like and like that. That was it. Always, took, it takes them a while. Yeah, it does. I thought it was gonna come. I thought it was gonna erupt like in the middle, it, oh, okay. but it takes a while. It, yeah, it, it does takes not a till the bit. end. But yeah, yeah. Still, like I, I feel like this one thing about the script too. And I thought dir- Matt Damon was gonna erupt. <laughs> <laughs> he was erupting all over the place. You didn't see that that net netted shirt he was always wearing. <laughs> that movie needs to get a whole shirt. If you guys have, it, if you guys watch this movie, please know that look, that look is done. We don't need guys in half shirts anymore. Mondo, I'm sorry I interrupted you again. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, uh, one of the things is too is like how, like how we were talking earlier about like how mature the kids are, you know, like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, like this is a kid's movie almost, but it's not a kid's movie, you know, because it feels so adult, like with the, you know, like with everything going on and how the kids are acting, like they don't act like these like little kids, like they're playing with toys or whatever. They're like playing with fireworks and like it kind of feels like more closer to like like that teenage like you know middle school like going into high school kind of life yeah like this isn't like the outsiders you know what i mean this is a little more like dangerous a little more like a little more grown up it felt like it's not like you don't have like some little pony boy guy be like when i stepped out into the light Mm. like all like kind of sad and not Mm. knowing what to do like these kids like know how to handle themselves yeah in any situation and it's because they've just been doing that yeah they like grew up around each other having to be adults as opposed to you know and then not that they're like living in like you know like you know like some ghetto place where they have to like know crime and stuff but they're so bored that they just created this little crime ring and yeah. drug ring around each other that they've grown up 
like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, know, yeah. Like, and like, uh, like this feels like really, it feels really real. Like, you know, like you know, like like this is what I did when I was in like middle school. Like, yes, you know, like, it, it, like hanging around like bad kids and like you know, well, they in had, the way that they talk to each other again, and the way that they talk to like it's always very a matter of fact. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some well, teacher, not, yeah, you know, yeah. some teacher will just be like, hey, like. What are you like? You're just sitting there. I bet you're not even thinking of your future. Like, what happens if you, uh, like, you know, or what does he say? He's like, what are you thinking of? He's like, nothing. He's like, oh, yeah? What if it was your last day on earth? What would you be thinking of? Nothing? I don't want to think about it. He's like, yeah, right I don't want to think about it that far. You yeah. Know? Like, I just want to be left alone. Like, I'd have a good time. Like, it's just like, yeah, like, like, you know, most kids, like, you're supposed to be, like, scared if someone asks you a question like that. You're supposed yeah. to be like, um, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, really like, think about it. Yeah. And ponder. He's like, I'm we're, not doing yeah, anything. Yeah, <laughs> we're all these kids who are just like, yeah, like, man, like, that's a crazy question. I don't care about that. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a kid. Like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like about? that. Just like, yeah. keep on trucking, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like when the cops pick up Matt Dillon and the other main kid. Yeah, and all the kids are always, like, talking back to the authorities. Like, yeah. No, they never see them. Like, they, they know they're this authority, but they never, like, see them as, like, as you think kids would but, but it's also like you know? that idea of what, what what's in like lahine La, La lahane mm-hmm. is like uh the cops I, are bored too well, well no not the cops that are bored but that idea of like that you know like because uh vincent cassell at one point he's just like you know like the cops just like what the hell you've been doing and he's like what the hell you've been doing he's like don't talk to me like that and he's like well why are you talking to me like that yeah. then you know and that's like the thing that these kids in this movie have where it's just like hey like i don't think you can just come up and just start talking to me like that so i'm gonna tell you know what i mean are you talking to me where it's just like you know like you know a lot of people you know is you know have just had that idea where like you you shouldn't talk back to them blah 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 Mm. where it's just like well why though like why do they get to just treat you like shit and i feel like that like these kids they've just had such you know such a like this life where they're just like oh like the, like you know like doberman which is the main cop guy right that's his name yeah well also, they're just yeah. like why this guy's an idiot like he can't just talk to me like this yeah you know what i mean there's this thing yeah that so like the kids have a reason to talk back like they because they're not being respected by the yeah exactly that's what you i'm know? saying yes yeah they're always exactly. just like being smacked in the head and, or like grabbed but, like you know like a lot of uh, but a lot of the time like especially i mean i'm saying in like real life like kids would just talk back and they have no reason to like you know they just are well, because sure. they're being dicks but sure, these sure, kids sure. Are, but but i like that that the kids actually have a reason to talk back you that's know? what i'm saying like, you know that's why it feels real because yeah. they it's like um it's like a real oppression mm-hmm. like they really like you know yeah, you, yeah you feel that they've been dealing with this for a long time because they're just like hey like mm-hmm. shut up like like who are you like yeah. leave me alone like you know what i mean and also they know they can't do anything to them really because you know they're still young they're still underage yeah and it's also just that idea of like yeah you know because what is you know they take them up to the hill which is like their juvenile center which is like you know to them it's just like yeah like they're so something (laughs) well not even yeah like camp but also it's like that idea of like yeah you know what we do a couple months and like you're out it's fine like days yeah yeah, they literally think of it like they're already like these hardened criminals you know they're just like yeah you do a couple months up there in the hill and you come back and it's fine your parents like let you back in you know like it's never like a big deal to them because no one's getting kicked out of the house or whatever yeah like like, the door's just like wide open right kind of come in as you feel because they're not doing anything like horrible you know i mean you know so you know obviously the, those kids that are and also they're putting like weird like the cop is just kind of like planning not planning stuff but kind of just taking them in for like no reason to like, well yeah well that goes back to the cops being bored yeah. again like that main cop doberman yeah, yeah he's just bored yeah. and he just wants to like 
like mess those kids up. Like he just wants to shoot one of those kids, and he got his <laughs> he got his chance. He shot he shoots Matt Dillon. Yeah, but again, Matt Dillon does pull pull a gun out on him. Yeah, so it's not like this crazy where he just shoots him for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where there's like been situations where you can be like, oh yeah, like you did not need to shoot that kid. Yeah, it sort of makes sense. I see a kid like Matt Dillon. He pulls a gun out on me with his shirt half cut off. I'm shooting him back if I got a I'm going to try to make it in one of those holes. I'm shoot. just saying. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in Lahaine. But it's also like. In Lahaine, it's like, you know, I I sort of understand why they're mad. Because, yeah. you know, when, when riots like that and stuff happen, cops are going to find just someone and beat the shit out of them. Yeah. And, then and the here, cops were, you know. Yeah. Like, and then in that case, Doberman was just like, he really wanted to shoot one of those kids. And unfortunately, you know, Matt Dillon really gave him a reason. Yeah. Like he didn't shoot him for no but reason. It, he gave him a reason. Yeah. You know? But that scene too, I also think like you're, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. It's the heat of the moment. Like it was like this huge, like it was like a car chase and the car flips over and like, you know, they're, so it's kind of like, you're like adrenaline is up, but sure. You don't also shoot to kill, you know, sort of like you. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. the bored cops do. Yeah. Like in that case, he probably didn't really. He was just, he was just shooting, you know. He doesn't like you know. That's what I'm saying. He just really, saw the gun yeah. and he shot. And then again, like you know, he like in that in those like in that suburban area in that yeah. like case, Matt Dillon's the most violent thing he's ever dealt with. Yeah, you know? right. Like, Which is he does like nothing. Maybe he carries a knife sometimes, and he like yeah. you know what I mean. Like he smokes pot. Like you know, like he's not violent at all. He might throw a rock through a window or something. <laughs> but like to him, that's like the most violent person he's ever dealt with. Yeah, you know? they really treat him like hardened criminals. Yeah, like, you know, like yeah, like they're animals. That, yeah, and like <laughs> on that path or whatever. Like especially Matt Dillon. You know, like Carl's a little different. Like. He's like, I don't know, I guess he pays attention in school, really doesn't do drugs. Like, I mean, he'll take a swig of something, but. Right, right, you know, right. Like, he's still like. Yeah, he's like kind of chilling. Yeah. He's not really like in it, in it. He just yeah. kind of, you know, hangs around it. He's yeah. like, you know, he knows. Yeah, who guys. else is he going to hang around? Like, right. You know? That's like who, that's who he lives with, around yeah. who he lives with. But yeah, he's not like, um, yeah, he's not even like Claude. He's not even like Johnny. Or <laughs> Claude is just like, Johnny. how do you not know this kid is just like high all the time? Yeah. And there was like always a kid like that, right? Yeah, they just always like, just had like drugs. They were always yeah. just like fucked up, yeah. like leaning on something. Just like, hey, man, give me a beer, <laughs> yeah. you know? And these are like teenagers. And they look like teenagers. Yeah. Not, not like uh, Lahane, like Lahane where, where they like, like you know... They're they obviously like a little older, or yeah. Something, like a little older, playing younger. But these kids look like kids. yeah. These are kids. Like no way the like, yeah. Because Matt Dillon, you know, we've sort of seen Matt Dillon kind of through his, you know, we've seen him as a teenager in The Outsiders. Yeah. This is him, like literally as like a little kid. Like he looks like a little fucking. Yeah, he's kid. tiny. He looks yeah. like small, like thirteen, almost like fourteen. Yeah. So yeah. it, but but that's why yeah, like you said, it does feel real because of that. Like because. And they're also natural. I mean, whoever these kids are, like they didn't yeah, do they anything after. They like, I mean, besides couple, Matt Dillon, because the director did that that movie with Matthew Broderick and uh, oh, Project X. Yeah, yeah. And and Carl and uh, Coy are both in it. Oh, okay. But I I've seen that movie, but I don't remember. I mean, it would make sense why it. that Carl would like continue to be in stuff. But yeah. like, yeah, the other like kind of like Claude and Claude like, is in nothing. He just did yeah, that and movie. so and like his little brother Johnny, the little yeah. silent kid with the glasses and the skateboard. Well, he was like maybe in two more things. No, I think? he was just in that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. He yeah. wasn't like two like probably TV. Just things. like random like seventies things. But yeah, like, like those like guys felt like so natural yeah. and like it, they added like so much to the movie. Yeah. In terms of like just bringing that like world to life, making those characters feel more real and grounded, but also like still having that, 
you know, like, you always need, like, a character like that. Like, you know, he's sort of like a silent Bob, I guess, yeah. right? Like, Johnny, the little kid who has yeah. a skateboard who never talks. Yeah. And he just, like, he just skateboards There's around. no reason why. They don't explain it. Yeah, they like, don't say they anything. Just, like, he just but he, doesn't. like, yeah, but he has, like, very pretty, like, pretty important scenes. Like, you know? <laughs> like, at least two of, like, important scenes yeah. in the film. But, like, yeah, like, you need characters like that because that, like, I don't know. It, 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 it sort just, of, ex- it just, yeah, it just it makes expands different the world. personalities. Like, yeah. you know, like, not all these kids are just the same, you know? Right. They're all, they're all coming from different places. Like, there's even the drug dealer kid, you know, who's, like, kind yeah. of a little bitch. You yeah, know? that like, rich you know? little drug killer. Yeah. Drug dealer kid. Yeah. yeah. Who gets thrown in the water. <laughs> Thank God they throw that asshole in the lake. I hate, like, you know, characters like, like that, you know? Yeah. Just, like, on the phone at their mom's, like, lake house. Like, yeah. it's some little white kid, you yeah. know? Like, with blonde, long hair. Be like, oh, yeah. if you need this many sacks. Like, oh, yeah, you like, know what fair I mean? faucet hair or something like that. Yeah. It's all, like, feathered and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it just, like, gives, like, all the kids, like, well, that we, like, you know, that interact and stuff. They all feel different. They don't all feel the same. Even, like, the two, like... Matt Dillon and that other guy, I think his name is Mark or something like that. The one that's like a... The guy who shoots the cop car the first time? Yeah, the cop car yeah. beats up Carl and stuff. Right. Like, Like he's like the reason why they, like, Matt Dillon and Carl get in trouble. Yeah. Right? Like, that's like how it kind of, like, sparks. Yeah, right. They, like, they ride, po- they ride past them. And then yeah, so he's chasing that guy, the cop, and then he runs into Matt Dillon and Carl. Yeah, and he just, yeah, they're just like again, the cops are so they're bored. Just they're just wrong place, wrong time. They just like, want to fuck with any kid they get. But like any cop, it's just they want to put the blame on whoever the fuck. It doesn't matter yeah. if they're guilty or not. Yeah, they're just mad. Another thing, you know, like taking it too personal. Yeah, yeah, as always, right? Yeah, cops. But yeah, that's another thing. Like A C A B, homie. <laughs> all the, like all the kids, like they just feel like, you know, like it doesn't feel like ever like 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 cheesy or something. Like even the way they speak, you know, because they don't really use that many like seventies terms. Like you know, like far out or like came hey, like like in Days and Confused. You know, not that right, it ever really true. feels chilly, cheesy and Days and Confused, but yeah, this feels yeah. like it just feels like the lingo true, and like yeah. stuff like that. It just. It really feels really natural, like, of the time, you know? Like, they're not overusing those kind of, like, you know, like, those, yeah, those words. That, like, those, no, no, like, no, you know, you're, like, I, that, that's absolutely true. Um, especially because there is no, like, yeah, there's no scene of, like, yeah, like, you know, some, like, one of the dads being like, what are you, smoking pot with your far out friends? Yeah, like, you know, just like, or something really like, like that. Smoking, really like, the, sticking you're smoking it the grass yeah. with your far, like, like there's, but there's, when, even when yeah, there is outbursts. when he mentions when he mentions that so there's that scene where like Carl's like oh it wasn't even announced he's like how do you even know so much about this like he just the dad just says that, oh yeah that's know? like real you know like it's yeah. not like yeah it doesn't say like getting dazed and confused with your far out friend like you know, <laughs> yeah. in the stone age or whatever you <laughs> yeah, know like it's yeah. like yeah he's are you on the reefer son yeah. like it's never like that yeah, yeah it, it does feel very like not yeah i guess it's like not scripted, pandering i guess like to like you know because it's kind of made for that it was made in 1979 but it's still the 70s but it's kind of like i don't know like i don't know it doesn't ever make it feel like it's the tail end or like when exactly you know i mean because you know, they it, never because they never like because there's always those things when like towards the se- end of the 70s like everyone always makes fun of disco and stuff like that and right. these kids are still like someone dressed still well, they're rock and roll bit. baby they're rock and roll maybe they're all about they're all disco, about rock like, and roll you know dog. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. They just seem a little weird. Yeah. And these kids are weird, but they're, you know, their parents seem fine, honestly. (laughs) No, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like that, that kind of like, there is still that disco influence, but they're, they're like rock and roll. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, trying to get I, Kiss concert. But at the same time, Kiss tickets. But I, not Aerosmith. I, I think that was the one thing that surprised me the most is how real the acting and stuff. You know how, or at least not real, like more more so natural. I yeah, would say. it doesn't feel... just more so natural. But like, unfortunately, like the 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 filmmaking behind it doesn't have like a naturalism it, to it. It feel yeah. I mean, like there's no like it's crazy like you know shots. It, it unfortunately like um, or cinematography. It just feels of that time. Like, it balances, and you know we talked about this with uh, you know Boulevard Night. So I can't really say that it's a bad thing. But it does kind of have that balance of like, you know, after school special, TV-ish, TV-ish uh, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Mm. But again, um, this more so than Boulevard Nights, if I'm being honest, the acting here really elevates what they're trying to like show or, or like the grittiness of what they're trying to like talk about, you know, because the yeah. filmmaking doesn't necessarily do that. I mean, there's some cool like, you know, directing choices or shots and things that he does. I, I especially like... Um, one of the things that stood out to me in terms of when I was watching it was the party scene when they have they're having a party at the house yeah. and the cop shows up and it shows like the house and you could see like the windows and one of the windows has like a red light and you see like people making out red making out light. in it yeah. and then like the garage door opens yeah. and then it has like a I, I don't know what color light a different color kind of light and people are running out of it. it like it just like it just looked cool it was like but, but even when they enter the house is really cool when that, like, yeah that's kind of more like so, I mean like, they he, yeah he air. does some like things here and there yeah but yeah but, yeah but a lot of it it just feels like definitely of the time like you know and just kind of like uh almost like uh you know not really that creative it's just like getting the film you know like getting it done and like getting getting it out to theaters or uh, and stuff like that but yeah the acting and the the dialogue and the script i think are i don't know really elevate this whole picture like to like you know really making a statement about this time uh in america like in the 70s and like how how it really felt like for a while even a while after that you know because like i said like this feels like something like i was doing and like you know like just kind of like there like and like oh shit this is not a good place to be but i'm just here you know like feeling kind of scared almost or like this is like we could get like you know taken by the cops for doing something stupid like you know like out in the middle of the street or like wandering the neighborhood you know like, I didn't live, like, in a sprawl like this, but, I mean, a pretty, like, suburban area, too, like, you know, before, you know, not so like, close to the city, I guess. Why Why do you Why do you think it should be on Criterion? Look, but, I, I look, all right, so I'm just going to say, I just want to give people a little wrestling match here, mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of people have been saying that we've been letting things in too easily. Yeah, and I understand that. Not, and, and, and again, I, I, and I'm not and trying to, like, I'm not think... trying to say that this is, like, you know. Uh, a bad movie or anything, but I just kind of want to hear more of a fight. Give me a fight, dog. There's no fight, but anyway. No, 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 not like that. But no, you know no, what I'm no, saying. no. I know, I know, I know. I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I'm just like uh, what I was saying was, um, yeah, I, I think we let things in too easily too. Like, not everything should but, be. But in, again, but, that's not even. I. That's just sort of like a little disclaimer to like yeah. you know. But because again, you know, we're not really going by criterion standards here. Because if we were, we would have let probably nothing in that we brought for uh, the yeah, most probably. part. Probably, yeah, right. But, you know, like half of it at yeah. least. You know what I mean? A lot of yeah, a lot of no's for sure. Because a lot of it but is just this, sort of based on. But but after yeah. seeing this again and rewatching it, like I really do think this kind of like fits the canon of uh, Criterion just by because it it feels so like you know like like again I'll we'll make this argument again but the, it just really captures that era like really like encapsulate it encapsulates like the 70s and like and the urban sprawl of America at that time you know and like 
and I don't uh, I don't think a lot of films do that or do that at all you know and just by like you know like it being in the 70s like I was saying like the dialogue is not like you know like it's not like pandering to the mm-hmm. 70s like trying to like be nostalgia oh remember far out remember weed you remember like you know they're talking about like hash right, right, right. hash and like acid and like stuff like that and like not like they're not like always smoking weed but they i mean at the party they are like you know like and it's yeah just, yeah and it's just kind of normal and he has that one like just matt Dillon has the belt buckle and he's like joking with the cop he's like oh what is that leaf he's like i don't know it's just a leaf so it might be poison ivy or something you know he's just playing like stupid about it and like just like you know and then the the parenting at that time and just like it just really captures something that like uh even like in any era like where we feel like oh that really like that's my childhood blah 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 but it's so like this like rosy eyes nostalgia like a view on it the mm-hmm. glasses on it and this one doesn't like it really like these kids act like there was kids that actually did this like you know like took over the school like and locked the parents in and fucking just started causing mayhem outside of it you know like like oh shit this is going too far you know like you know like blowing up like cars are blowing up and everything's on fire and like it's just <laughs> a real riot you know like uh-huh. and it's just and there's no like you know like i don't think you can say like oh yeah my childhood was like that but it also feels very like like very real like it would get to that point you know and like you would understand that the severity of like of of a like you know like of parenting and like having kids and like really like really what it means like you know like in the boredom of like of being an american like having nothing to do and being like there nothing around you you know it's just for the parents to think that you're in a safe place but you're really not like it's gonna find you either way or not either way or not like like the hardships or like you know violence or like crime it's just gonna it's just gonna erupt in a weird way like no matter how hard you try to protect someone you know like it's just gonna find you sometimes you know yeah yeah and i will say in both movies you know in the first movie you know like they talk about like you know it's just like this idea of like these ultra conservative like views Mm -hmm. just trying so hard to like you know like suppress whether it's in lahane trying to suppress immigrants and just making it worse and then in here it's like trying to be like oh we'll keep these damn kids you know, if we just close down all the stuff for them to do, then they'll be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're it's just like gonna these, go home. Like, yeah, it's like this ignorance. They, it's like they this create dumb, the problems too. Yeah, like, you know? it's it's like this. You know, and again, this is what the movie's saying. I'm just saying that's what, like, you know, because that's what he says in Lahaine. Like, you know, when he's talking like about that, like guy coming down the escalator, and he's like, oh, you know, like they have like these ultra conservative. They vote ultra conservative because they think it's gonna get us out of here. You know, mm-hmm. like they think it's gonna like kick us out of their neighborhoods. Yeah. And he, like, you know, and Saeed, like, he's a like, racist, like, you know, he yells at them because that like and that's what it is here, too, like in Over the Edge, where it's just like they it's not necessarily racist, but they think like, oh, like if we do, if we're like ultra conservative, if we like make them, you know, if we make it like church, if we make this, if we, you know, don't give them a bowling alley bowling alley don't give them a place to go if we just you know if we just make it go to school yeah, and do really, this they're really suppressing their like, yes you know. that that they'll be like good they'll be good if we just do all this it's like no you're gonna make them even worse they're gonna cut their shirts in half like matt Dillon, <laughs> and they're gonna show their belly buttons walking around they're gonna steal guns from houses you know they're gonna do stuff and all of you people older people are crazier than them you know the parents are for the most part you know just as crazy just as messed up as we talked about which again i okay you know again 
I think after this episode, we might have to get a little more, a little more harder. But yeah, for sure, I will say that I, I, you know, watching this film this is my first time seeing it, and I really did, you know, starting to talk about it. It really is sort of interesting to kind of see that idea of, you know, the idea of like these bored kids who just don't have, you know what I mean? They have nothing else to do, and. So they're just trying to like just live their lives and just have fun. But like you have this like authority, these authority figures, which is, you know, mostly the cops just being like, no, like we're bored too. Mm -hmm. And when we see you riding your bikes around, when you see you just like doing anything, we're going to like beat the shit out of you. And like, you know what I mean? And like, like you said, this captures it, I think in like an actual, I don't know, like not a, yeah, in a real way, I guess. It really feels like real. I mean, like it's like, it just, you know. Even the way I mean, it ends, it's just like they're going to the hill. Like, there's no real happy ending. Like, it's just. Well, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. It's know? not a happy ending. Like, yeah, everyone gets arrested. Yeah. Like, no one just, like, it's not like the Goonies. They all don't just get to go to their parents. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, and the cops don't question them or anything. Like, like that's how you yeah. want your childhood to be, the Goonies. But, right. Yeah. But the reality is it's over the edge, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Should I let this in? I mean, isn't it out or, or already out on Shout Factory? Surprisingly, not. Oh, That's like I'm, I'm just joking. I, I no, I thought it was out on something. No, no, it's not on anything. I, it's a re- I'm really surprised Shout Factory hasn't like because that might be a better place for it. But I mean, it no, really no. still feels like you know. No, I, I I wouldn't say. All right, look, I look, I I don't know if, yeah. Yeah, because I I would say that it would it should probably belong in the collection, because I think that you know watching it it just does it does have like I don't know it has more of like a message than I thought it was going to it has like something more to it there's like more like behind it than I than Matt Dillon just like <laughs> shooting somebody or whatever yeah. you know I you know because I'd never seen it before so I wasn't sure what the hell it was going to be but it really does have. Yeah, like this idea of, yeah, youthful rebellion, you know, in terms of, you know, especially in those towns, you know, because I'm I'm aware of those towns, you know. We know towns like Riverside and different places like that where people are just stuck with a bunch of like, you know, little boxes of houses that are next to each other where there's nothing near. So you just join gangs and you just do things, you know. So it's it's still relatable that it's the same thing as like it's still very much a relatable topic with the cops still shooting people with the you know what i mean like yeah taking their authority like way too yeah so it's it's still it's still very very relevant and i you know even with you know unfortunately having that kind of tv movie you know you know movie of the week kind of direction behind it it's not it never goes into the it never goes into like a bad territory. Yeah, it never feel. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's like, like you could see it a little bit, but it doesn't really like. There's little moments of cheesiness. It starts to sneak their head in every now and then, but luckily it sort of it, it fades away it's with a lot the more story. Nitpicky, you know? Luckily, it fades away once Claude comes in. And again, <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, you're gonna love Claude. He's just a drugged up little white boy, skinny white boy with overalls, <laughs> with overalls on, and he just yeah, he's like yeah. Like it's like stuff like that. That's why I like those characters because you can. It'll get into this cheesiness. It'll start to maybe get there, but then boom, that those things happen, and so it's just like, oh, okay, like that keeps it real. So I'll let it in. I'll let it in. Okay. It's in. <laughs> I mean, not not and not even relentlessly as much as I'm sounding like I just you know, it is one of those things where I kind of want to watch it again. 
to kind of get a full scope of it. But I do think that it was more, there was more to it than I thought there was going to be. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I thought it was going to be just this dumb little, like, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what I thought of it, honestly. Cause again, I'd never seen it. Yeah. Right. It's like, it just, I mean, but there was little, yeah, again, there, yeah, there was a little more to it, especially it's like, like river's edge before river's edge, you know, like, but it's um, not so cheesy as rivers, like, you know, like yeah, wacky and stuff. That's you know? true. That is true. It kind of has this darkness to it's it. It's got but a it's little not, bit to it. Yeah. You know, but it's still like river's is, is good, but it's still kind of wacky but this one isn't i mean so. i would have loved to have seen Cl- crispin glover in this uh that would have helped it out a lot but you know <laughs> we had matt dylan and that's fine and i think and luckily again all the acting was fantastic everybody was good in it so i let it in it's in over the edge is in right that's what it's oh, called yeah, yeah over the edge oh over the hedge <laughs> with bruce willis look if you guys see either one <laughs> No, but I, I really would, and then I'll just do my last thoughts really quick. And I really would um, recommend this to people. Where where it was something where I did, you know, I wasn't sure. I, w- I was sort of like, oh yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm sort of liking this, and I'm enjoying it while we're watching it, and it's got some like good stuff. But like the overall view of it, I'd be like, oh yeah, like there it would be like one of those things where like literally on Twitter, you're like, I'm telling you right now, we're gonna see it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see a bunch of posts about, oh, it's a, you guys never heard of Over the Edge? <laughs> like, oh, it's the anniversary of, you know what I mean? And the, oh, don't it's you gonna mean happen. Hedge? It's gonna, <laughs> both of them. We're gonna see a fucking a, a, a double feature just, of just over people. The are, yeah. <laughs> New Beverly is gonna do it. Everyone's just gonna be talking about these movies because yeah. I feel like it is one of those films that. It is kind of in that what it's not like a like an exploitation film, but it sort of has that like it's like on that edge of it, especially at the end, right? Like mm. when they're especially like yeah, just, at the end where it really goes like well, super like, like where he runs away and they're all just like living in the woods, like some <laughs> kid just like living in a yeah. tent in the woods, you know, like riding a dirt bike, mm. and they all can just like take over the school without getting you know what I mean? Like it, it kind of goes in there, but it, it's able to keep like a realism. That I really enjoyed. So I would tell everyone to watch this, especially if you want to see a young Matt Damon. Just Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see, if you want to see an old, uh, what, what's his brother's name? Kevin Dylan. Watch Entourage. We're doing Entourage. <laughs> Get ready for that one. My brother, the bodyguard. Oh yeah. Look. Or no, that's not him. Never mind. It's it's still Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, yeah. It's Matt Dillon's and everything. Yeah. He was in a bunch of stuff when he was younger. But I think, you know, he, he really again, you know, he brings a realism here. You know? He's like he really feels like that annoying ass thug friend that, you would damn, have. That's funny. Like, now that up. you bring up Matt Dillon, how he was in a bunch of like a uh, how he's a child actor. Yeah. He like, was no one like, ever like really like mentions that. Like where like, you know, where are they now? Like, you know, like cause Well, because he's been fine. Yeah. But exactly yeah. like he's always but, like I think he's been like constantly working forever, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying like everyone forgets that he was like a young actor, like you know. Yeah, that's true. Like that, never, that is true. No one ever like mentions that he's been like yeah, literally since he's been like a wee lad. Yeah, a wee Dylan. <laughs> yeah, well, he's great in this. Um, I really enjoyed this film. But yeah, um, I let it in over the edge. It's on DVD, but we could use a nice Blu-ray of it and some. Maybe a look back. You know. I mean, that is another reason because it is kind of, you know, it's it's not streaming. You know, it's not really easy it. to, you know, access. Yeah, you could rent it. But yeah, you know, we want we want but that's the, it. You know, like that's sort of physical the copy. That's another thing we want to talk about here, too. You know, because that's another thing. You know, it, it can't always be about it's going to be the best filmed movie ever. That's why it belongs in the Criterion. Yeah. Criterion also restores 
films just because you know they yeah. they haven't they have no you know no one's been uh, distributing them anywhere. So this but also they want to preserve them exactly. Yeah. So it, it's it's that idea of yeah sure maybe this isn't like the best directed film but it's got a significance yeah it's got a significance in the canon of film and it's got a significance in the cult because I let it in <laughs> and all right. But we're going to make a vow here that we're going to be harder on the other films. Because honestly, if I'm being honest, if you guys if you guys listen, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to let money ball in. But I watched it and I said, God damn it. This movie's <laughs> just too good to just say no to. Right. But, but again, we sort of have to kind of, you know, maybe we should be a little bit, you a know. A little harsher. Yeah, little, get sure. a little bit more conflict, you know. Yeah, a little more fight. Yeah, yeah a take it back art, to art, the old school. A little more but debate. It, but at the same time, I do enjoy the discussion of it. But yeah, we probably should debate more because yeah. that's what the people want. You yeah, savages, you sick bastards. <laughs> you just want to hear us yell at each other. But that's okay because guess what? Over the edge is in, and we're doing it. No, no, no. We're doing a double. It's two for one. Over the edge and over the hedge have are in. Okay, I'm making a flyer for both of them, Mondo. And we didn't even mention the soundtrack on uh, Over the Edge. Which we didn't. Really we great. didn't mention really both of the they soundtracks. They had like a lot of mu- music cues in, Fantastic. Uh, in uh, Over the Edge. Like yeah. Van Halen. You were singing earlier Cheap Trick, that yeah. great Surrender song. Uh, mm-hmm. What else? Uh, they had a Ramon song in there. Oh, yeah, Ramon's. Uh, I want to say, I don't know, something else, but I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice little rock and roll soundtrack. They had like some good stuff, especially, I mean, and then there was like and a good. And probably stuff you haven't heard, too. Like I, the. Some of the songs I didn't recognize, but oh yeah, I'm not sure. But like even but, couple, but also in Lahaine, there's a good like hip hop soundtrack yeah. when that DJ's playing all the hip hop stuff. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out who it is. There's yeah, and there's a bunch of good music here. We don't really get into the scores and the music, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because it doesn't. You know, it, you do, what, what can we say? Yeah, what can we say that you haven't heard already? Huh? <laughs> it's all good. You know it. <laughs> Shut up. We're talking about our own emotional <laughs> shit because we can't go to a therapist, all right? <laughs> Look, I'm over the edge here. Mondo, thanks for bringing over the edge. Yeah. We're trying to do that more. We're going to try to bring stuff that we haven't seen more often. At least, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the thing. I think like a lot of times we'll bring stuff that we've already kind of seen. I, I hadn't seen this, but you had before. Yeah, I've seen. So, I saw it a lot when I was younger, but yeah. it's been a while since I had seen it. And but so I we should try to do that. Like yeah. still as good, you know. We got to surprise each other a little yeah. more. So I was surprised in a good way. I thought yeah. I was going to be surprised in a bad way. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm surprised you haven't. I'm surprised you hadn't seen it. But I don't know. A lot of Matt Dillon to see. Yeah. You know, too much, way too much. But uh, yeah, so it's in. It's in the collection, guys. Get ready for it um, to be out there on Blu-ray, DVD. 4k streaming all of it if you want to find me on instagram you can follow jordan garcia at young jane fonda if you want to follow the criterion cult you can follow us at criterion cult pod on instagram at criterion cult on twitter mondo where can we find you where can the people find you to ask you about over the edge because i can't imagine a lot of people have seen this maybe i'm wrong please let me know if i'm wrong but where can they find you and say hey where the fuck can we go over the edge <laughs> uh, you can go over the edge with me at save underscore mondo on twitter and uh, letterbox instagram oh yeah say. look for me uh, jordan garcia on letterbox yeah. look for my scathing review of over the edge <laughs> and over the edge <laughs> <laughs> It was a hell of a night. And thank you guys. In so between, much for we listening. saw Lahane. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Check out both of these films, please. If you can rate, share, 
do and all you, the stuff. And you can do that on, you can rate us now on Spotify. I think that's a thing now. Yeah, you can. So yeah. do it on Spotify, Apple. Or but Apple. It, even if you don't want to rate us, just share us on your Instagram story. Share us on Facebook, oh, yeah. Twitter. Just tag us. Thank tag you guys us. so much. We appreciate everyone who's in the cult. Yeah, and join the cult. Hell yeah.